Okay, we're back. This is uh, season two. Season two. Season two. Let's do it. We okay. got renewed. We got picked up for another <laughs> 70 episodes. Yeah, happening? it'll only take yeah. 70 years to make all Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, yeah, what were you going to say? What were you going to say, K Dog? Uh, you know, we were just talking about, like, because I had mentioned, you know, it's like, oh, we can talk about, like, the Old Testament and the New Testament, and particularly we can talk about Jesus. And you're like, you mean God? I was like, oh, yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> but I was like, wait, aren't they the same? And you're like, they are. And I was like, oh, what? No, but not the Spirit. But Because I was, I was looking at the Creed, and I don't, like, the Creed talks about how it, like, um, how the Holy Spirit is, like, part of it, but, like, mm-hmm. it doesn't, like, give its, like, divinity, and so it's just, like, whoa, like, some people might be, like, what does that even mean, man? And so I was, like, yeah. Yeah, the creed's weird, because it doesn't... Yeah, man. It doesn't talk that much about the Holy Spirit. It's, like, here's three lines about right. God the Father, and mm-hmm. now here's 20 lines about... About Jesus. Jesus. And here's... Yeah half a line about the whole we oh, believe holy in the spirit. holy spirit the lord yeah. the giver of life well i guess they say a lot about at least in yeah. the nicene creed yeah yeah and, it, and then after that it just says who proceeds from the father and the son who with the father and son is adored and glorified and who has spoken through the prophets and then that's it yeah and it's like what like wait but he's also god right guys he's like well he proceeds after them yeah <laughs> it's like, it's i like, i like that uh i feel like so like before before we start talking about these, this God and these testaments, yeah, are we going to talk about the the Return of the Jedi testament, the Book of Mormon? Oh, most definitely. <laughs> you know, we have to talk about the Return of the Jedi testament. <laughs> New World Order, man, it's happening. <laughs> but yeah, I was. Uh, it's funny to uh, so like at work, the the uh adults did their bible study the bible timeline which is i um but the this thing so it's like more like going over salvation history so it looks i think it looks more takes like the historical look at the bible yeah like you could say like abraham to the patriarchs to exodus to like coming into the holy land yeah, and then like Samuel and Kings, so it's like really more this historical perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they completely like don't touch on the prophets. Really? Yeah. Like maybe what? It, That's so interesting. Yeah, maybe the only prophet they're touching on is uh, what's his name? Like Elijah. Elijah and Elisha, because okay. they're in Kings. But like the pro, yeah. But, yeah. So that whole point about. And like the Holy Spirit speaking through the prophets is like, yeah, this is what it like when you read the prophets, it's so much closer to like what we find in Jesus and what Jesus right. was always saying. Right. Yeah. No, I completely agree with that. And it's so interesting because it's like, so one, like there was like one night I couldn't sleep. And so I took the endeavor of like listening too because i didn't read it but like i listened to the book of judges and it was just like so interesting how like it was just like you know what i'm gonna send you prophets now because obviously giving one person like the opportunity (laughs) to to be able to like help you guys out like you guys just always return back to this other stuff you know or to the stuff that like 
the judge was there to help you out. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to send you people who will give you prophecies, you know, to be able to kind of like, you know, start like building this path for you. And so it's, it's interesting that, you know, like even after these prophets and stuff, like people like, you know, like, and you were saying like in that publication, like it still doesn't necessarily like focus that much on them. They're, it's, they're important, man. They're, they're here to give that testament whoa, full circle, the yeah. partnership, you know, <laughs> a covenant partnership, a testament. Yeah. And that's like, I don't know, when you look at whether it's the major or the minor prophets, sometimes mm-hmm. it, I think you get a quicker look with the minor prophets. And mm-hmm. I mean, in our, in our last episode, we like did a deep dive on the book of Jonah. Oh but, yeah. But like this was, it's always like, God starts out like speaking through the prophets, like I'm gonna blow all of you up if you if yeah. you keep on ignoring the poor and the needy, and you keep on sinning. I'm just gonna end it all, and then like, <laughs> and then and so the prophets like running around, it's like God's gonna kill all of you, and then by the end of like the prophetic book, it's always like Nah, I love you. You guys just are good. kidding. Yeah. Mercy, mercy, mercy. Love, yeah. love, love, and like yeah, you know, I love you guys. Yeah. Who would you, who who would you pick as your favorite minor prophet if you could pick one of like the twelve? Oh man, mm. uh, they just all bleed together. I guess the ones, right. I know. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was thinking. Well, so I was like, I'm trying to think. They're technically supposed to, because in in the Tanakh, they're right. the twelve prophets, like the mm-hmm. book of the twelve. It's one book right. in the Hebrew Bible. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. So I guess, like, I always, I don't know. I think the, what part of the Tanakh is that? That's the that's the that's the not part, right? Um, that's the. So like the Navi part is yeah, that yeah, what it yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the yeah. I think that's the prophets because I think so too because then the the K part of the Tanakh I think is where like the poetry comes from. Yeah, the writing and then yeah, and then the the top part is the Torah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Right. So I'm actually yeah. I actually just grabbed it. So. <laughs> oh, dude! Whoa, man, yeah, that's yeah. cool. I know, I know, it's um, a podcast and we can't see, but like whoa, whoa, yeah. that's right. <laughs> My cat, yeah, there's my cat, BRB. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it can't be a, an episode of Los Nazarenos without one of my cats making That's true. noise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you remember, like, episode one or two? Like, it was like the cat just came in, it was just like meowing yeah. everywhere, and I was like, yeah. yes, <laughs> yeah. Oh, R.I.P. to that cat, though. Yeah. Um, gosh. So, where was I? So we were. So I mean, we were gonna. We were talking about. We had talked about like the minor yeah, prophets. Yeah. Decided to see which one was our favorite one, but then we decided that they're all they're all together, and so then we referenced the Tanakh, and then. Um, but I think like what we were trying to focus on primarily was like looking at like this this notion of like. Um, God, right, in the Old Testament and God in like the New Testament and sometimes how it can be seen differently or just like taken differently, right? Because like sometimes you see like this God of like wrath and just like fire and then like 
that sin you're like oh i need some of that old testament god because some of you sinners yep. <laughs> with this new testament god are too lovey-dovey <laughs> like well actually that's not necessarily true <laughs> yeah yeah so i think there's um i so we're i think this question has been addressed by like a lot of probably in a lot of places by a lot of different people mm. but there's like i usually hear the same exact methodology and i'm not gonna get it right because i usually just turn my brain off when i start hearing this <laughs> but sure, like sure. the just like in apologetics it'll be like uh they go a totally different route with like well mm. let's they're no they are the same god and like we always assert that yes they're the same god sure, sure. um but the place that they don't go to is to look at like what the church actually teaches about the old right. testament and the new mm -hmm. testament mm -hmm. and i think that's like super revelatory but i mean usually like i hear i don't know it's like one of the things i usually hear is like well what's with like so in the old testament god is like super violent and mm -hmm. and then in the New Testament, he's not. And it's like, well, it's the same God. And let me explain this to you because because yeah. I'm a moron. And right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, and then they go into this whole thing about it's like, well, it's like a child who needs, when you punish your children and mm. like, and then it's like, yeah. but you know that, or like when your child gets a shot, you know it's good for them even though it hurts. Like, right, right. It's the stupidest crap I've ever heard. That's so bad. Especially <laughs> now when people don't want to take their kids to get shot. Yeah. That's a whole other thing, you know, whatever, whatever. It's cool. <laughs> but, get, we can edit that out too. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, the... What is... Yeah, I don't know. Do you have anything to throw on top of that before we dive deeper? No, I think I think that's I think that's good. I think it's just like, I think... Yeah, that's, I think you, you hit it. Yeah. For sure. So... This is, I think, my where my head always goes to is in um, in the book of Samuel. I don't have the chapter or in verse mm -hmm. right away. Maybe I can find it and then we can edit it out. Yeah. Da, 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 Samuel the judge. It's even funner when we don't edit this stuff out. So. Seriously. <laughs> Samuel, what, what, Samuel. what? There's two Samuel, Samuel one or Samuel two, man. <laughs> same person. What? I'm confused. What? Tell me more. What? One Samuel. <laughs> okay. One Samuel. Ah, ah, ah. One Samuel. <laughs> <laughs> so, so your godson is. We have this book called uh, "I Love You Just Like This," and it's Elmo mm -hmm. and his mom. Yeah. And then there's a part that's like, "I love you." I love you bigger than no. I love you spookier than five big flying bats, and then it's the count. <laughs> okay. Oh, the count. King Saul. I don't know. I'm not gonna find it. <laughs> I don't want to find what, it. What is it? What, what what was it on, or what what was it? So it so Saul has like just defeated some tribe, uh -huh. and like so back in the back in the like ancient near east 
mm-hmm. they had this thing called the ban like mm-hmm. and the ban was you as like a war thing and you just went into a place and you destroyed everything <laughs> you burnt the place to the ground you killed every single human being there you wow. killed every single animal and just wow. burnt all the crop you destroyed everything which is like wow. i mean it's a very like it doesn't make sense in if yeah. you're thinking tactically like right right because that's going to be your land that you're not going to be able to use for a while yeah, but. yeah. <laughs> and so the that's the ban and then but Saul, he like goes, he defeats this other tribe, and then he starts. Um, but he doesn't do the ban. He uh-huh. like maybe they like kill all the men, and then they're like, "I'm gonna bring all these women back as concubines." And mm. I don't know if it actually says this, but this is my commentary. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he, and then they're, and they're like all the cattle like uh, or the um the flocks of sheep whatever the Mm -hmm. crops they're like they're saving all this stuff the spoils of their victory and then samuel comes up over the hill and he's like the lord your god wants you to kill everything (laughs) <laughs> what <laughs> and, I'm, and i read this and i'm sure like other people read this it's like kill everything yeah are you kidding me that's <laughs> and this is the like perfect example yeah. of like jesus love your enemies turn the other cheek samuel kill everything everything yeah <laughs> this is your enemy <laughs> you need to kill them it's like yeah so here's our like stark Old Testament God, New Testament yep. God. Mm-hmm. So, um, so maybe now we can turn to Vatican II. Um, yes, the the divine, um, or this is the document called De Verbum. De and, Verbum, and it's the uh, the consti- the dogmatic constitution on divine revelation. Mm. You got that up, K Money? Yeah, let's see. Verbum. You want to go to paragraph 15? Let's do it. Die Verbum. Paragraph 15. Ladies and gentlemen, this is our first podcast at a distance. Wow. Wow. And we're making it happen. It says chapter. But it's chapter 4, paragraph 15? Yes. Old Testament. So it says the Old Testament. Yeah. Yes, sir. I don't know. You want to take that? Maybe, uh, uh, oh man, can I read it to them in Spanish, man? Look at this translation. You got the Spanish version, yeah, Yeah. el español. Go for it. All right, la la constitución dogmática sobre la divina revelación. Um, and so, para la gente que apenas nos está escuchando, ahorita estamos platicando de la diferencia o de de las similaridades ante Dios en el antiguo y el nuevo testamento. Y entonces, Estamos enfocados ahorita en capítulo 4 del artículo este que se llama Die Verbum. Y, y esto es lo que dice en el parágrafo 15. All right, so I'm just going to read this in Spanish real quick. And then if you want to read it in English for, for our listeners, that'd be super cool. And then we can take it up after that a little yeah. bit. Is that cool? Yeah. For sure. All right. So, importancia del Antiguo Testamento para los cristianos. Okay, entonces la importancia del Antiguo Testamento. La economía del Antiguo Testamento estaba ordenada sobre todo para preparar 
anunciar proféticamente y significar con diversidad figuras la venida de Cristo Redentor Universal y del Reino Mesiánico. Más los libros del Antiguo Testamento manifiestan a todos el conocimiento de Dios y del hombre. Y las formas de obra de Dios justo y misericordioso con los hombres. Según la condición del género humano en los tiempos que precedieron a la salvación establecida por Cristo, estos libros, aunque contengan también algún, algunas cosas imperfectas y adaptadas a sus tiempos, which I think Justin is going to um, talk a little bit more about that. Vamos a hablar un poco más de esto. Esa, esa oración. Estos libros, aunque contengan también algunas cosas imperfectas y adaptadas a sus tiempos, demuestran, sin embargo, la verdad pedagogía divina. Por tanto, los cristianos han de recibir devotamente estos libros que expresan el sentimiento vivo de Dios y en los que se encierran sublimes doctrinas acerca de Dios y una sabiduría salvadora sobre la vida del hombre y tesoros admirables de oración y en los que por fin están letante el misterio de nuestra salvación. Entonces, take it away, Justin. What does it say, man? What does it say? What are we going to focus on, man? Yeah, yeah. It's so, a lot. That's good stuff, man. Ooh, got chills. Yeah, so if you've got either, if you got a New American Bible, um, it's usually like in the very front of the New American Bible, or you can go to vatican.va, or you can just type in De Verbum, D-E-I, Verbum, V-E-R, B-U-M, I think. Oh, man, that's yeah. right. Yeah, All yes. Right. So just type that into Google, and this will come up for free. And for free. <laughs> that's, that's how the Holy Catholic Church does with its mm -hmm. writings. They it give. says for free <laughs> online. Mm -hmm. That's right. Or you can, PDF, yeah. everything, or different you can, languages. Or you can s support your local, like, Pauline sisters and that's right. buy, mm -hmm. buy them from them. But anyways, so <laughs> here we go. This is chapter four which is the Old Testament, and it's paragraph 15. And um, we'll follow this up with one on the New Testament, too. But mm -hmm. the, the economy of the Old Testament was deliberately so ordained that it should prepare for and declare in prophecy the coming of Christ, Redeemer of all people, and of the Messianic kingdom, and should indicate, in, indicate it by means of different types. For in the context of the human situation before the era of salvation established by Christ. Listen to all these little like tidbits. <clears throat> before <throat> the era of salvation established by Christ. Like these things, these are important. Like yeah. to, uh, I'll get back to this. But um, the books of the Old Testament provide an understanding of God and humanity and make clear to all people how a just and merciful God deals with humanity. These books, even though they contain matters imperfect and provisional, mm. nevertheless mm. show an authentic divine teaching. And that's what I'm going to harp on. These, yeah. These books, the Old Testament, even though they contain matters Im, imperfect and provisional, The Old Testament contains things that are not perfect and that are also provisional. Mm. 
So that means not set in stone. Now, when we come to our little story about Saul and Samuel and Samuel crying for Saul to that God mm-hmm. wants him to kill everything and kill mm-hmm. everybody, I would venture to say, and I'm open to a critique from uh, someone with a PhD on this. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. But, uh, that that uh kill everything live by the ban that god wants you to kill all your enemies that's yep. imperfect and provisional so oh man i found it man so it's first samuel chapter 15 verse 3 and it says go now attack amalek and put under the ban everything he has do not spare him kill men women children infants oxen sheep camels and donkeys and so then Saul alerted the army, right? And so like it's just like what? What? No way! Yeah. Come on now. So wow, like that doesn't fit with a just and merciful God. It uh, does not, or a God mm-hmm. who is love. Yep. So exactly. A man full of agape, you know that 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 love for for his creation. So let's let's look at um, so chapter five of Dave Verbum. And we can look at um, paragraph 18. And okay. that, that first paragraph, um, how about I'll do English and then you can do Spanish? Yes, sir. All right. Love it. Um, so this is on the New Testament. It is common knowledge that among all the inspired writings, even among those of the New Testament, the Gospels have a special place. And in other translations, it says the Gospels are preeminent. So that means first. Mm. And, and rightly so, because they are our principal source for the life and teaching of the incarnate word, our Savior. And if you don't know who the incarnate word is, that is Christ. Jesus! <laughs> so, you want to th- slang that in Espanol? Yeah, I'm going to slang this real quick. Okay, entonces en el capítulo... En el mismo documento que hemos leído, el Die Verbum, eh, capítulo 5, este, se entrega más al Nuevo Testamento. Y nos queremos enfocar más en, en, el, en el parágrafo 18, que, se, eh, que es, nos explica el origen apostólico de los evangelios. Y dice, nadie ignora que entre todas las escrituras, o sea, todas las escrituras, Antiguo Testamento, Nuevo Testamento, Revelación, Las, uh, las cartas de San Pablo, toda, de todas las escrituras, incluso del Nuevo Testamento, los evangelios ocupan con razón el lugar preeminente, puesto que son el testimonio principal de la vida y doctrina del verbo encarnado, nuestro Salvador. Y entonces, para la gente que no conozca quién es el verbo encarnado, ese es nuestro Señor Jesucristo. Justin, if I were to say who is the verb incarnate, who would you say that is in Espanol? Jesús Cristo. Jesús, that's right, man. You got it. See, so for the people Cristo that don't know, now viva. you know. <laughs> viva, viva la raza. Viva la raza. <laughs> so, yeah, like the... So, I guess um, if we want to, like, box this up, New Testament God, Old Testament God. Yeah. Um, I actually pull this back all the way to um, John's gospel. And mm. you're going to look at the prologue. So John 1, and Always. this is verse 18. 
and just go make sure I read it, get the yes, words sir. correct. Yeah. Um, but this is super important because it talks about why did Jesus come? Right. And verse 18 says, no one has ever seen God. The only son, God, who is at the father's side has revealed him. So this is to say no one has ever seen God the father mm. and that the only son, Jesus Christ, the incarnate word of God, who is at the father's side, so they are mm. one, has revealed mm -hmm. him. That's, that's one of the wholesale purposes for mm. the incarnation mm -hmm. is that Christ incarnate in human flesh reveals right. who God is and you can't there's no higher revelation right than that that comes from Christ so exactly. that would to be to say that Samuel yelling mm. about living by the ban no, is, sir. is not operating with divine revelation mm -mm. Mm -mm. or okay. if he is he has a very weak understanding of mm. it. Yeah. So we get this full understanding of re revelation in Christ. Right. He, like, I want to scream this at people. Do it. <laughs> it's just, Do it. Just scream it like, out. That is the reason for the incarnation. At mm -hmm. least one of them. One of, yep. Yeah. That's part of Christ's mission Amen. is to reveal who God is and what God is like. This is like the when you're on social media, the claps yeah. in between yeah, the words. <laughs> <laughs> that you, we don't in the Old Testament, like the like Dave Verbum says, it's still good like divine pedagogy. But yeah. the thing is that it is incomplete. And right. it is not complete until Jesus comes. Exactly. And so all the Old Testament prophets, and that's, I think, why we, like, harped on the prophets at the beginning. Mm. They mm. actually were closer. Like, sure. you have, like, Ezra, Nehemiah, mm -hmm. all the mm -hmm. judges. Like, they, they weren't as close as the prophets. The prophets right. were, the spirit was speaking through them. And mm. when you read the prophets, you can see that, that like, divine mercy, that, that divine mercy for all the people of Israel and the entire world. And you get a lot of that in Isaiah. And that's what Jesus was talking about. So um, Old Testament God, New Testament God, same God, just God. the people didn't understand as well in the Old Testament. So mm. Mm. Uh, you got anything to add to that? <laughs> no, I mean, like, it's, it, uh, no, I think because, I mean, it, this literally feeds us into that book of Ezekiel. If we were going to still do that, yeah, yeah. And stuff like that, but it's just like, I think you explained it so well, you know, like, yeah, Jesus says, like, no one has ever seen God, right? And so, not Jesus says, but like, in the Gospel of John, it says, no one has ever seen God. The only, okay, the only son, God, who is at the Father's side, has revealed him. And so when we try to like see like what like people's view on God or like when they try to like define or describe God, it's like it doesn't even become like at, there aren't words to be able to describe him. You, 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 
you yield nothing mm -hmm. that can come close to be able to describe him, right? And we see that with um, with Ezekiel when he tries to, you know, like describe, you know, oh, yeah. his vision of God, man. Like that was just like, there's no what, no, what? I have no <laughs> idea what you're saying. Like this is, you know, bonkers. Yeah, and I just like before we move on, I want to. Yeah, yeah. The fact that the document says of the Gospels that they have a special place, they're preeminent. So, mm -hmm. like that's our that's our launching off point. The Gospels. Right. If you're gonna if you're gonna be somewhere in the Bible, be in the Gospels. That Amen. that is as close as we have to Jesus's words, like mm -hmm. recounted by the apostles and passed on to the early church in that, like the first 60 years after Jesus ascended into hevel, hevel, hevel. So this is, that's the, yeah, the, the gospels are preeminent like that. Never forget that. If, if Paul says something that contradicts Jesus, yeah, then you better go with Jesus. <laughs> go, always go with Jesus. Are you kidding me? Come on, man. Like, yeah, like, yeah. So, um, cool. Let's let's get into this Ezekiel. Ezekiel yeah, man. Chapter one. Uh, there are words here I don't even know how to pronounce, man. You have to read most of this. To oh, be honest with you. You want to go with? Well, I was gonna start at like verse five. Cool. So before, was uh do you does, does this uh have a like Alexia level of one hundred or something like what's what's what where's the reading level first grader for this particular oh, one? Oh gosh, okay. I don't know. I ain't no teacher. <laughs> Come on, I'm man. a slinger Let's of see. the word. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Cue that music. <laughs> there, the hand of the Lord came upon Ezekiel. As I watched, a great storm wind came from the north, a large cloud with flashing fire, a bright glow all around it, and something like polished metal gleamed at the center of the fire. From within it fit from within it figures in the likeness of four living creatures appeared. This is what they looked like. They were in human form. But each had four faces and four wings, and the legs were straight. The soles of their feet were the hooves of a bull, <laughs> gleaming like polished brass. Human hands were under their wings, and the wings of one touched those of another. Their faces and their wings looked out on all their four sides. They did not turn when they moved, but each went straight ahead. Wow, wow, okay, man. You got a beautiful voice. I don't even know how I'm going to follow that up. I'm just going to read it. <laughs> and I hope the spirit <laughs> gleams you. Just imagine the voice you just heard, but then I'll just read it. <laughs> Their faces were like this. <laughs> each of them had four, had a human face, and on the right the face of a lion, and on the left, the face of an ox, and each had the face of an eagle. Such were their faces. Their wings are spread out above, one on each, two wings touched one another, and the other two wings covered the body. Each went straight ahead. Wherever the spirit would go, 
they went, when they did not change directions when they moved, and the appearance of the living creatures seemed like burning coals on fire. Something indeed like torches moved back and forth among the living creatures. The fire gleamed intensely, and from it lightning flashed, the creatures darting back and forth, flashing like lightning. As I looked at the living creatures, I saw wheels on the ground, one alongside each of the four living creatures. So, man, so this thing is a car. Wow, man, <laughs> what? You thought Transformers were cool? Psych, bro, this is where they got the Transformer idea. <laughs> the wheels and their construction sparkled like yellow topaz, and all four of them looked the same. The construction seemed as though one wheel was inside the other. Ugh, this is confusing. When yeah. they moved, they went in, in any of the four directions without veering as they moved. The four of them had rims 30 inches high, <laughs> coated in plant. They had spinners. But yeah, I was just thinking about that. I was thinking about my boy Exhibit going up and he's be like, I'm gonna pimp your ride. <laughs> Hold on. Right. When, <laughs> when they moved, they went. Yeah, okay. The four of them had rims high <laughs> and fearsome. Ugh! Eyes filled. Eyes filled four rims all around. Gotta read <laughs> this, this is again. So intense. The four of them had rims high and fearsome. Eyes filled the four rims all around. Their rims were covered in eyes. <laughs> what? What do you mean, diamonds? I got something better. I got, I got eyes. eyes. <laughs> when the living creatures moved, the wheels moved with them. I mean, this needs a beat behind it. Wow. And wow, when the living, yes. when the living creatures were raised from the ground, the wheels were raised. Wherever <laughs> the spirit would go, they went, and they were raised up together. With the they living, just give this car hydraulics. Yeah, is that what yeah. Like? <laughs> the living creatures. Gosh, this is. I mean, we're kind of blasting in here, but hey, <laughs> for That's the so spirit, cool. we're bringing it yeah. to the people. For the bringing spirit the of the living creatures was in the. Oh, the spirit was in the wheels. Whatever the living creatures move, the wheels move. When they stood still, the wheels stood still. When they were lifted up from the earth, the wheels were lifted up from the earth. For the spirit of the living creatures was in the wheels. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Who knew Ezekiel was a mechanic? Wow. <laughs> Who knew All Ezekiel right. was such a G? Yeah. <laughs> Above the heads of the living creatures was a likeness of a firmament, and it was awesome, stretching upwards like shining crystal over their heads. Beneath the firmament, their wings stretched out toward one another. Each had two wings covering the body. Then I heard the sound of their wings, like a roaring of mighty waters, like the voice of the Almighty. When they moved, the sound of the torment was like the din of an army. And when they stood still, they lowered their wings. While they stood with their wings lowered, a voice came from above the firmament over their heads. 
Above the firmament, over their heads, was the likeness of a throne that looked like sapphire. And upon this likeness of a throne was seated, up above, a figure that looked like a human being. And I saw something like polished metal, like the appearance of fire enclosed on all sides. From what looked like the waist up, from there, from what looked like the waist up, and from what, what looked like the waist down, I saw something like the appearance of fire and brilliant light surrounding him, just like the appearance of the rainbow in the clouds on a rainy day. So was the appearance of brilliance that surrounded him. Such was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of Yahweh. And when I saw it, I fell on my face and heard a voice speak. Wow. We'll, 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 uh, we'll come to chapter two next time. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I mean, and so, I mean, yeah, like, here you go. You're trying to, like, find words to describe God, and you go out on, like, what is it, like, 20-plus verses, which obviously there weren't verses back then, but, like, now there are 20-plus verses on how intense, like, this experience was, you know? Wow. Yeah. I So, like... As we're reading it, I'm mm-hmm. like, verse 4 through mm-hmm. 25 is mm-hmm. just describing God's ride. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, 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 right. It's just like... That's kind of like, that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, there was a, there's, there's a lot of like hype happening you know yeah my boy zika would have been like a, a hype man nowadays <laughs> he was like you 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 let's get it you know like you know they throw like, ezekiel before jesus shows up before god shows up <laughs> it's like look at these guys pulling the chariot look yeah. at the chariot look at the wheels <laughs> yeah yeah that's exactly right you're exactly right he was just talking about like this is this is how he's pulling through you yeah. know and then he talks about how amazing he is because he looks like a rainbow. Yeah, it's you a, know. Oh, there's a rainbow. Not that he looks like a rainbow. <laughs> yeah, it's like I saw something. Yeah. <laughs> I saw something like polished metal, like yeah. the appear. Like that. Look at it. Okay, so is it whatever whatever it was that Ezekiel encountered in his like revelation of mm-hmm. God? Mm-hmm. He is just grasping at straws here he's like he's sure. he's struggling to find the right words to describe what right. he's seeing sure. and i don't know and maybe i'm just like i don't have the official interpretation like rampant and ready to go but when yeah. i when i read something like verse 27 in my 20 excuse me my 21st century mind yeah. i saw something like polished metal like the appearance of fire enclosed on all sides it's just like this thing, that thing, all these different, like, polished metal, fire. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then it's like, I don't know, I feel like those are not the same thing, but they're both being used to describe what's happening. Yeah. No, I completely agree. And so I feel like, I don't know, this is, I was just thinking about this as, like, as, like, we, like, read Ezekiel's, like, um, you know, encounter Right. It, it just kind of like reminds me of like the story of when um, St. Augustine was trying to write on the Trinity. Mm-hmm. Right. So his writings on the Trinity. He was just like, man, I don't know how to do this. And he goes for a walk and there's a little kid that's trying to like. And so he's like supposedly like on the shores of like the Mediterranean beach, like by northern Africa. And he, and like it's just like 
what are you doing, my dude? And the kid's like, oh, I'm trying to put the C in this little hole. And the guy's like, you can't do that. You're dumb. I was like, oh, yeah. So he's trying to understand who God is, man. So how about you give it a break? You know? And so then here's Ezekiel. And like, I feel like that's, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Come on, man. Like, we're, we're such a tiny vessel, you know, as humans. And, and God is just so loving and so great and so much more. And, yeah. yeah i i it's like i think a lot of this even just like for context like hearkening back to like what did like the ancient israelites believe about seeing mm. god and they right. believed it would kill you like if you right. if you looked god in the face you would die and that right like so that's like in uh genesis 16 with hagar she mm. like the messenger of the lord comes and and it says what's up and then and she's like have i really seen god and lived <laughs> yeah and, and then like or uh in the exodus like when they're crossing the sea of reeds like mm. there's the part where it's like and then like the lord like peeked his face out from the clouds and it sh- mm. threw like the pharaoh and his charioteers into yeah. a riot like they couldn't yep. handle it and then like whoa yeah and then like with moses moses is like just let me see your face man and then god's yeah. like nah like you yeah you yeah can ready, look, man. <laughs> you can look while i walk by yeah <laughs> you can you can take a peek at my back but yeah. mm, you can't handle this <laughs> you can't handle it man you can't handle the truth <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i i love this passage because it's like crazy it's yeah. so ridiculous wow over the top, but i yeah. love it um but so we before we before we got on board and we're recording we looked up some of the commentary oh that's right and so like oh we didn't give out the yeah the warning the, the we, warning so so if your bible or your like your iphone or laptop burst laptop. into flames <laughs> while we were reading this or if you're jewish we're really sorry yeah <laughs> we're being a rabbi. yeah we're being really disrespectful right now and we yeah. fully acknowledge that um, for sure and, but yeah i mean that's what the commentary was telling us yeah. which we thought was like what yeah. so do you want to read what it says i thought that was pretty interesting yeah so um and let me give let me give credit where credit is due. Always. This is uh, from the New Interpreters Bible Commentary. And this is from Catherine Dar. Is, um, so, footnote, Catherine Dar. You get credit. Um, nice. But she's saying of, like, this passage. Um, da, 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 da. So, like, basically... Um, so she says, what Ezekiel sees and invites his readers to see is no less than Yahweh's visible presence. And so that was like, you weren't even allowed to write Yahweh in like the ancient Hebrew tradition. Like, and even still today, I don't think they are like, you can't even write it. That's why it's when, and when you got your Bibles open, when it said, when you read capital l-o-r-d that's mm-hmm. denotes yahweh it um, is. so anyways and so like rabbis like back then maybe even still today i 
we didn't do that good of research, but uh, we didn't. they're not chill with this. <laughs> and so they say, um, so Ezekiel's audacity in recounting what he had written, uh, in recounting what he had witnessed, discomforted the rabbis who pointed out that Ezekiel's commission to speak God's word did not include a mandate to describe what he had seen. Mm. <laughs> he just told you what to say. And he That's didn't right. He didn't say, talk about what you've just seen. Like, mm -hmm. And so, to their minds, um, to their minds, the minds of the rabbis, the very text of Ezekiel's inaugural vision might explode into flames mm. if read by persons unprepared or unworthy of its words. Like <laughs> it was that is so maybe like don't read this aloud if you don't yeah. feel worthy. Yeah. Maybe if you if you haven't been to confession in a while, you're not in a, <laughs> you're not in a perfect state of grace. <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised I didn't blow the, the saying, page didn't I mean, blow I, up in front of me. I, I, I charred up a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but, yeah, th this this passage. Woo! Intense. Man. Wow. So yeah, but Ezekiel. I think I think our next episode we'll we'll come to chapter two because that one's pretty pretty intense too. It's just like God God force feeding. Ezekiel the message it's like here's a little scroll <laughs> here's everything you're gonna say yep here you but, go yeah so all right I think we're we're drawing to a close for yeah. this edition of LN Los Nazarenos you got anything you want to add K-Dog no man I think man it was, this was a very good like, I think we hit some, like, really nice things. Everything was, like, weaved in together really nicely. And, of course, that's, you know, that's through the Spirit himself, you know, never through us. We're just his vessel. So, again, thank you so much for joining us today and spending some time with us. And you're going to hear a text message bell on my... <laughs> nice. Bing! Bing. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I... Yeah, so to wrap up... Thanks for joining us for another uh, edition of Los Nazarenos podcast. Uh, make sure that you check out our website, new and approved, nazarenosforlife.com. That's uh, Nazarenos, the number four, and then L-I-F-E dot com. That's because we're Nazarenos for life. For That's ever. right. Um, forever, we're, ever, ever. we're also Nazarenos for the uh, the seamless garment of uh, Catholic true. teaching on the dignity Oof. of human beings. Wow! Uh, from wow! From conception to natural death, from that's the womb right. to the tomb. Uh, wow! Look at you. That's awesome. <laughs> I like that. From, from womb to the tomb. Faux life. So double meaning there. If if you yeah. want it, or we were just clever and wanted clickbait. Uh, <laughs> you be the the judge of that. Yeah. Um, okay, com, and that's also where you can follow us on all social media. It's Nazalenos for Life, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and, and Los Nazarenos on YouTube. I'm getting some stuff up on there. Oh, yeah, God willing, pretty soon, man. Yeah. That, that'd be cool. Maybe just do like snippets of this. Yeah. 
All right, guys. Um, peace. Later. <laughs>